0: Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Rainer's Weekly Podcast. My name is Craig Hagan. I'm here with Tony McKinnon, and, you know, we're here talking to you.
1: Amen. Howdy,
0: howdy. Yeah. Like I said, you know, I'm not sure what this podcast really is. You know, we, we actually, you know, we're in the religious category, but, you know, we might be in the comedy category. Yeah,
1: and we could try our test of waters there. <laughs> yeah. Our stories is all true.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's comedy when it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I guess that's so nonfiction,
1: <laughs> science Any, fiction. Some, <laughs> anyway,
0: we'd like to hear from you if you just send us an email at podcast at ramah dot org, or um like us on social media. We're on Facebook and on Instagram, and on social media, you actually can see some pictures of behind the scenes here in what what you call Granny's attic. Granny's attic, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff lying around and. Then my favorite thing was that one, one person says, well, it's worse than you guys described.
1: You know, you
0: know, it's not really bad. It's just a bunch of stuff. You know, if you're in the organs, um, you know, we have um,
1: not, not like the kind in people, but you know,
0: yeah, 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 not those kind of organs. We're not cannibalistic (laughs) or anything. (laughs) We're talking about church organs here. All right. So anyway, we we have with us, uh, once again, we have Darren Baldwin. Um, he's from, well, he's originally from New Jersey, but he's a pastor in Live Oak, Florida now. They um, kicked him
1: out of New Jersey. They, they, they kicked me out of New Jersey. Yeah, they
0: kicked him out of New Jersey. He couldn't, he, he couldn't hack it there. Um, so so anyway, um, Darren actually has a new book, and, and, and it's entitled "Um One Church, and he's um, talking about unity, and I believe if there's anything that this world needs right now, especially this country, we need unity. I mean, you know... Um, you know, um, I, I know our current president Biden, but uh, when was, there was an inauguration address, he said that we need unity. I'm not sure that, you know, actions do speak loud in words. It doesn't seem the actions are are showing unity among the political system. But, you know, you talk about not just unity among the political system, but also among the church, the, the, yeah. b- the body of Christ. Is it seems to be divided. I mean, I, I get asked all the time, why is there so many denominations and you know, in so many of our denominations are are very close, but you know, there's just one thing that kind of divides us from from another denomination. So
1: Well, unity is not uniformity, is it? Yeah, and that's true. what that's what our leaders mean right now.
0: Yeah, well, so you know, that and that is even in the church world. I mean, you know, I, I know the the Pope actually was calling for unity, but his his unity means if you follow our guidelines, mm-hmm. we can have unity. Yeah. But as long as you don't want to follow our guidelines, um, you know, but but unity is is living and working together no matter you know what we believe um you know but still getting along and, and i think
2: it's hard to get along it seems yeah i think anybody that's been married for more than uh Few years should know something about unity, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, but yeah,
0: when you're married, though, two become one, so so de- technically, it's, you know, it's <laughs>
2: you
1: know, a lot of people are are, are at odds with themselves. <laughs> to
2: say, you hadn't been to my house lately, <laughs>
1: yeah. Then you throw your kids in the mix, and it's,
0: you
2: know. I, I got a couple cell phones fixed the other day. And I didn't realize, but the insurance lapsed on the phones. I would taken them off my plan. So I went to pick them up. My wife said, how much was that? And I said, She said, how much? I said, $350. She said, $350? You spend $350? She yelled at me. My son texted me and said, this lady's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, man, we're trying to be unified. (laughs) We're trying. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so so Darren, uh, tell us. I mean, why did you write this book? I mean, what? what I mean, what is there something that really sp- spurred you to write about unity?
2: Um, honestly, uh, the Lord really just put it on my heart. I, uh, I, I kind of probably like most anybody worked their weight in salt ministries. Probably had the thought of we'd probably be better off if we were unified versus divided, but. Uh, I, uh, I I preached on this a couple of years ago, and I I got to really pour a lot of time and energy into it, and it, the the Lord really started opening up the message to me. And I'm not really big on talking about myself or what I'm doing, but it really is a powerful message. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize I did not realize how dysfunctional the body of Christ really was until I started diving into this subject. I found out I. I found this resource in doing some research uh, from a guy, I forgot his name, but he wrote a book, uh, really a, 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 it's like a huge, you were talking about encyclopedias, Craig, when you were with us. Yeah. This guy wrote this huge book on the denominations of the world in the Christian faith. Now you
1: quote him in here, Barron or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barron, yeah. yeah. the that Barron Trump?
2: No. <laughs> oh, no, it's not Baron Trump. Although he, he, he yeah, anyway. He's a, he's
0: a little young to write on the <laughs> denominations of the world.
2: Yeah, but uh, this guy said, when he first published the book, he said there's 22,000 denominations, Christian denominations, around the world. That was in 1982 when the book was published. In 2000, when they did the second publishing, there were 33,000 denominations, hmm. wow. Christian denominations in the world. When the last printing came out in 2020, ironically, he said there were, I believe, 45,000 Denominations. Wow. He said, "There's two new denominations that start every day in their research, uh, something along those lines." But I, I just that really broke my heart. And uh, you know, like you were just saying, Craig, there's a there's a, a very minor differences between some denominations. I mean, you can look at a lot of the Pentecostal denominations. I mean, uh, some of most of their doctrinal stances are very similar, if not identical. They might have one or two things here that are different. Uh, a lot of the Baptist denominations, uh, uh, most of their beliefs are very similar, you know, it just goes on and on. I thought, my God, why do we have so many dadgum de- denominations? Cause the, what the Lord spoke to me was in Ephesians. He said, there's one, there's only one church, yeah. the church that Jesus started
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and the Holy Spirit started ministering to me and just saying, man divides, man's a divider. There's something in fallen man that wants his own group of people to himself there's a, all the insecurities and ministers and leaders and, uh, you know, division and church splits. And the guy said, I'm just going out here to start my own branch, and it evolves into a denomination. But our research led us back to basically at the time of the Reformation, uh, we looked and we realized, really, the church that Jesus started and then the Catholic Church started, their timeline's probably going to be different on their their yeah. the deal, and they got their own timeline. but historians say the catholic church started around 300 somewhere in the 300 uh 300s anyway so for really a thousand years there was only the catholic church and then i think the greek orthodox church <laughs> started <laughs> somewhere around there so you had just a handful of denominations and then around the time of the reformation uh those folks were getting out from under the basically the control of the catholic church at the time and there was literally like a dispersion of these different men of faith and they were spread out all over Europe and they basically just started meeting and this group became you know started the where the baptists came out of then the methodists came out of this you know this guy and then they had the presbyterians and there was those core ones that started and you can you can trace most all those deno- denominations back but then my god from that time to now how where the heck did 45,000 <laughs> denominations i can understand 5 or 10 or 20 but good gracious yeah. forty five thousand it's It's the most divided organization. Listen to this how powerful it is It's the most divided organization in the world. I mean, even the Catholics got it they got something I mean somebody told me the other day the cat- the word catholic means universal. They got something going that they don't even have the dysfunction that the Christian church mm-hmm. has it is the most dysfunctional organization in the world and it's sad because jesus started one body yeah we're one body united by one spirit one father one faith one baptism one lord you know ephesians 4 but you look around man it's just so discouraging it's so discouraging so that's kind of why we put it we put the message in the book you know and we thought it'd be uh it, we thought it'd be a, a good word for people yeah. to get a hold yeah. to. yeah
1: definitely so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 like I said, amazing how, how Jesus started with 12, and from those 12 people <laughs> come 40,000 denominations.
2: <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, and, hey, think about in the thing with, uh, even in that early church in First Corinthians, he wrote to them and said, you guys are, you're carnal. Uh, yeah. You know, one's saying Apollos, one's saying this one, I'm saying mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. one. And Paul had the revelation. He said, my God, he said, did, did I, was I crucified for you?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's just there's something about we're drawn to a man, and we're drawn away from Jesus and his actual person and body. Uh, But he he attributed it to carnality. Yeah, yeah. Carnal people divide themselves up into their little groups. Spiritual people actually will come together as one body. So if you want to know really the root cause of disunity, it's carnality.
1: Yeah, that's true. People
2: have not been taught the word or developed spiritually because what divides us? Pride hatred anger jealousy bitter he lists them all out bitterness all these things are divisive in nature it's happening in our country right now yeah and it's really you see a bunch of 45 and 50 year old male babies that still wear huggies (laughs) that want they go on twitter and they want to go on a rant i mean come on man i was on melania trump's thing the other day and for any idiot in the world to go on there and ridicule her yeah who is really a, the sweetest lady that's probably ever been in the white house one of regal, one maybe. of them yeah uh i saw him tearing up franklin graham the other day billy graham's mm-hmm. son i mean they just go on there and literally rip him apart and tell him what a terrible person is what is that it's immaturity if these people think they're so smart, but they have no- they have nothing spiritually yeah. they're they're empty shells of people mm-hmm. and that 's what's uh, in the church world it hasn 't been any better uh you know thank God for places like Rhema that actually teach people how to develop spiritually but it's we got an immaturity problem, and I think the lord's in this last day, I personally believe there's going to be a coming together of the body of christ and Here's what the Lord said to me. We're stronger together than we are apart. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to come together, I believe, in these last days under the bloodstained banner of Jesus, and we're going to move forward. My God, if the Red Cross can do it, we can do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Now, um, obviously, for for many years, I was a crusade director here at Kinetheka Ministries. And um, so my grandfather had what he called all faith crusades. Hmm. And, you know, and people would say, when they say the word all faith, then you, you almost. Some people um, honestly think about different kind of faiths. But yeah. b- basically, it was probably me- meaning an all-denominational. Deno- it did not matter what you come from, what denomination you come from. If, if you love Christ, come to this crusade. You're, you're invited. you know, or, or we call it non-denominational. But it's interesting that there's so many non-denominational churches now that non-denominational, it's like, okay, you're non-denominational. But well, what are you more like?
1: Because you know, there's, mm. there's
0: there's a difference
1: between what do you identify yeah, as? What do you identify
0: as? <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe that's the problem: is people don't know what they identify as. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the, you know, everybody. But but isn't it true that that God unites us, but Satan tries to divide us? I mean, you know, absolutely. Because obviously, the more united we are, you know, the more we can accomplish. I mean, going mm. back to the Tower of Babel, you know, I mean, you know, it's powerful. I mean, you know, when 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 people are united to do one thing. You know, and, and that's why I think it's really important to, to, you know, we being a United States citizens that we really need to pray for our government. I mean, our government, you know, needs to be united. And and I don't, you know, you actually thinking, how could that ever happen? I mean, I mean, look at our, our political system. But you know what? God's made a lot of things happen that I never thought could happen in the world. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, well, you, you never the, know.
1: You mentioned the government. In the absence of unity, they spend all the time tearing apart each other rather than governing. Uh, You know, our nation, one nation under God.
2: Hey, John, think about this. Think about America. It's been a mystery to me for the last number of years. Why can't these folks just get together and actually build a really phenomenal country? Why do they have to be constantly opposed to one Mm -hmm. another? Say, well, they have different beliefs. Can't we just figure out what we actually agree on and focus on that? The division is just, it's totally a waste of time and, and counterproductive.
0: Well, you know, I think the when it comes to, I know it's, we're not trying to get political on the show, but, but but really the political parties really were, were okay, you believe this, we believe that. Now let's come together in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And and th- that's what it's about, coming together in the middle and it let's no one's going to be completely happy, but now it's turned out to well you either do what we want to do or you do what you want to do. No nobody just decides to work with each other. Yeah. You know, and I know the you know the politician will say, well, well, I, we like to reach across the aisle, but it doesn't happen anymore. Now, when I was younger, it seemed that it, no. it happened with other presidents, you know, you know, or other congresses or, or whatever that they would be some some unity or at least that we we would pass some kind of laws. But now it just seems like you know the only way we can pass a law is if we if if we have more Democrats or more Republicans in the, in the houses, so that way we can pass that. But but you know what? We should be united together. But then, like you said, the same thing happens in our own churches. I mean, I know that um, um, when I was uh, the youth pastor here, we we were involved in in a thing called. Um, well, you know, there, there's there's a national thing um, called "See You at the Pole" where everyone comes together and pray. And really, the, the Baptists kind of kind of pushed it more than anyone else. And then, then they had a, in among the youth, they had what they call "See You at the Party," and they had a. Inter, you know, you know, just all denomination, um, you know, like a, like a some kind of meeting, and you know, we we had different singers or whatever, and it's interesting because mainly it was us and a bunch of Baptist organizations because other denominations didn't want to get involved for for whatever reason, yeah. you know, it, it was, and I, I didn't have an issue. I mean, the 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 main thing is was that um, um, you know, we were going to present the message of Jesus Christ. Now, we believe in filling with the Holy Ghost, and that wasn't taught there, but I'm okay with that. Man, you know, people get saved, that's the main thing. Yeah. And so it was always, now, they did would let some of our kids you know, talk or whatever, but I'd always you know, let them, said, well, you need your minister to, to, to do the altar call. Mm. You know, because I didn't want them to think that you know we might do something you know weird or or, <laughs> or, or or whatever, and 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 we saw some great success when you know kids came to the Lord uh, over this event, and um, wow. you know, but it's interesting because some other pastors for, or youth pastors from some other non denominational churches in in our city didn't want to get involved, um, you know, and so I'm like, man, I mean, you know, the, the whole purpose was to get people saved. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's I mean, awesome. that, that's the purpose, you know. And and I, I don't care if I have to work with with a bunch of Baptists or a bunch of goats; it don't matter. For, I mean, you know, we're here to get people saved. Yeah, it's you know? powerful. And, so, and you know, there's some good people. I mean, you know, you know, it's you know now their churches were were a little bit different. Like, you know, whenever they you know because there's always money involved and. So, uh, we just decide that we're going to donate five thousand dollars or whatever. They got to go back to their committees and all these kind of things. That's so,
2: hilarious how you know, that works. You man. Know, to, to donate, <laughs> I've, I've been I've been waiting on some of them committees to come back with an answer for twenty years on some stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but you know, that's funny,
0: and that's the thing. I mean, you know, when you talk about. You know, unity even among the churches because they have committees that, that, that decide what's going to really happen in that church, or or you know, some deacon boards or, or whatever. It's, it's not always God leading and guiding in these churches. You know, mm. even that that speak the full gospel.
1: Well, there's a mm. there's a price to pay for unity. Uh, I know, Darren, the the last church that I pastored, we were in a county of twenty four thousand people. And had uh seventy some odd churches in that county. A um, lot of disunity. It's crazy. A lot of church splits over time. We and, have fifty uh,
2: we have fifty four now, yeah. uh with forty thousand yeah. in the county. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm I, sorry, I, in my city in your city, city limits.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, this was the county. Good we Lord. I began to to, to to try to draw some of those guys together and before it was over there was actually just a handful of us uh um Baptist guy, a uh, uh, church, uh Christian church, assembly to God, not non denominational, uh Methodist guy. And we forged a uh, uh, a real friendship mm-hmm. and a camaraderie and um and we learned, you know, I mean we would pray together and uh you know, those of us that were spirit filled friend in spirit and mm-hmm. those guys they you know. Well, that's powerful uh, but but over time we began to partner together and and do a lot of outreaches uh in the county and 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 share some services on big days uh, gave me the opportunity to preach in some of those other pulpits out of what I would have never mm-hmm. had the opportunity to step into but because we did the hard work behind the scenes we were able to present a more unified presentation of jesus to our community and uh, we reap big dividends of for sure did i I love every
2: second of that and that really think about it that's the vision of unity yeah that if we could come together think of what we could accomplish Mm -hmm. and the same with our country i don't know if y'all saw that on that in the beginning of that book if you look at the forward or it has the picture here yeah the country okay yeah. yeah look at that and i think this is what i wrote in the forward this is what the founding fathers of the nation had in mind. Now, obviously, those that are listening, you can't see what we're looking at. Yeah. But it's a picture of Europe, and it has an outline of the United States over those those countries in Europe. So the map of the United States, it covers, literally, even if it, you move it over a little bit there, it would it cover Spain, France, Netherlands, Germany. I can't read all these small ones. Yeah. Italy, Greece. Uh, Poland, Hungary, yeah. Romania. And you got good eyes. I can't. Yeah. I well I, I got, I got trifocals okay. on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, the the founding fathers, the United States. Think about that in the churches, if we had the United Churches of America. Yeah. Uh, look at the power that comes in the military, in the organization of what we're able to accomplish in, in endeavors all over the world because we're united. Right. But when an individual church tries to accomplish something, they're only limited to the power they have. Now, we do have denominations. Yeah. And you can see that. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. function. But even then, we're still limited in what we can do. Yeah. Because then you're limited just to your denomination. And really, the, the denominational model, it doesn't really help in a local city as far as unity because it's just that one church generally there, unless it's a big city. There's right. multiple churches. But yeah. It, it, it's powerful, man. Just to think about the implications of what does a united church look
1: like? Yeah,
2: yeah. What do we us all coming together, actually taking up arms with our brothers, and you know, moving forward in the plan of God? It's it'd be a game changer. Yeah. Uh, and it's pride. Pride is what holds us back. It does. And it, it's just saying, pride is. You know what? The pride is, it's me doing what I want to do, and not not just saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then me actually saying, I'm going to do that. That's me humbling myself under the mighty hand of God. Yeah. And most pastors find get their, their identity, uh, in their ministry and there's no way they're going to ever open something up and want to partner with another organization. Well, they're, you know, they're, they're threatened by that.
1: Their definition of kingdom is my kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen
2: yeah. a lot of that in the world too. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I've, I've thought about this for years too. and, and, and maybe get your take on this Darren uh, I understand the detriment uh, of the divided body of christ um the number of denominations is is ludicrous mm-hmm. but yet to maybe the, to try to look for some silver lining if there is any um you know we are the representation of him we he's the head, we're the body, yeah um. I think that the the big things um that make some of these denominations good, you know, uh when you think of baptists you think of soul winners. Yep. You know, uh, when you think of pentecostals you think of the spirit filled mm-hmm. uh, experience. When you think of uh maybe us the word of faith you think of, you know, the word, the word of faith. Well, I think that there's some some aspect of who Jesus is that each one of Absolutely uh, e- embodies. But if, if if we capitalize only on that and separate ourselves, we're missing the point, you know? Oh, yeah, man.
2: Um, we actually did a study on that, and we looked at all the denominations and their origins. And the majority of the mainline denominations, they started in the power of the Lord. Yeah,
1: Methodist. I grew up Methodist, and we were born out of the holiness movement.
2: I mean, yeah, Methodist mm-hmm. and, and, and a lot of these denominations – uh, were birthed out of a need yeah. at the time. A, a lot of them were missions driven. Mm-hmm. Uh their their whole thrust was, you know, let's get missionaries sent out, trained up, and, you know, uh just it's just different. It's powerful to see. But when those denominations, when man started kind of getting a right. lot of the, the right. hand of control and the kind of the, the power of God waned, it just became another religious organization, not saying that all those denominations mm-hmm. are that or their churches are but it, it just seemed that when man takes over the thing, that's the direction it heads. But most of those denominations, if not all of them, they all started in the power of God. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I tell you, and, and powerful.
1: I tell you, my granny, she's in heaven now. Methodist, like Brother Hagin used to say, my Methodist grandma. <laughs> yeah. But my granny used to, she would talk to me, especially after we came over into the uh, uh, Spirit Field experience, and I'd been to Rama. Uh, but she would talk to me sometimes, and she'd get this faraway look in her eye, and she'd say, you know, I remember when we used to shout in the Methodist church. Mm. You know, that's poor testimony.
2: That's powerful, though. <laughs> but just adding on what you were you were kind of just starting off saying there, all those denominations kind of have a part of, they, they did represent a part that's of, what I mean. of Jesus. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And think about... Why do we look at it and say, oh, that's, that"? you know, whatever denomination as if they're missing something? No. The point is, mm-hmm. and I think this is what the Lord was trying to accomplish through the charismatic renewal was, there was a window of opportunity for us all to come together. Yeah. Because we all represent, like you're saying, a part of the mm-hmm. Lord and his heart. Yeah. But the way, the fact that we operate aside from one another, there's just an interesting thing that with, with these, in, in a given city. That churches pastors now you have you're an exception. I have seen that in different places, and we did something like that in Live Oak with youth pastors and mm-hmm. pastors. Uh, it's kind of waned over the years. And well since it's I've snuck. been
1: gone, and I'm not. But i I've moved away, and two of those other pastors and that thing's dead and gone. Those yeah, churches crazy. don't work together yeah, at all. That's powerful. They probably haven't been through five pastors yeah, since then for yeah. church. But it's interesting
2: that pastors don't talk to one another. We're we're saved. Uh, well, hopefully, most of us, yeah, we're saved. That's the we're saved. We're in the ministry. We love the Lord, but for some reason, we think it's okay that we have our little group of believers here, and we don't have any fellowship. Even the Pentecostal denominations, they don't even fellowship with oh, one yeah. another yeah. in the same town. Now they'll yeah. do a camp meeting. The two churches don't intermingle. <laughs> The Baptist churches, I've met with a, a great Baptist man in my town, and he said to me almost with tears in his eyes, he said, Darren, the the Southern Baptists don't even talk to the other Baptist organizations. There's no fellowship. Right. So it's like, yeah, while we have our little church, and maybe we may be doing something good for the Lord, how is it that we can have X number of churches in a city, and those pastors will never have a conversation with one another? I had a, a one of the leading churches in my town... I've had one conversation with the pastor there, and he's been there many years, as as I have been. He called me and said, I heard that one of your employees was talking about me and my family or had made a comment. Only conversation I've had with him in 20 years, (laughs) he heard a rumor about something and called me to call me out on it. Confront you. Yeah, confront me. I I said, man, I'm glad that you and I have had so much good fellowship. Now, I've actually written him many letters. I've called his office many times. I said, hey, I'd like to set an appointment to come meet with you and his secretary calls back and says, "What do you want to talk about?" I said, "Man, I just want to come over and say hello, you know? But there's this yeah. this thing that like you said, I'm building my kingdom. Yep. But think about it, if we just all come together, we'd have a fuller picture.
1: We will better better serve a fuller picture of who Jesus is and we can better serve the world. And you
2: know, one of the things I wrote in the book was the fivefold ministry. It the denominational the way that the dominations are set up, we're all divided. There's going to be 5 fivefold ministry gifts I'll never have access to right. in my own city. There you go, because we don't talk, cut off from, them. we don't communicate. Hmm. And how, how is that? But I think the the power behind the book is man just to to put the vision of God's God's vision of unity, put the picture out there, and give people hope. Because we wrote at the end of the book, the, the answer is love. Yeah, you know, it's we all have the same spirit. We just got to learn how to listen to that spirit. And learn to step out in the fruit of that spirit Amen. and start to work together. And it's going to happen. Uh, I think the more like these, these kind of messages and things get out, people are going to see the Holy Spirit's working on them. Uh, and and there's going to be a coming together. And everybody's not going to take part in it. Uh, but I believe there's going to be a significant shift in that coming together aspect in these last days because we have to.
1: It's necessary.
2: If we don't come together, we're not going to get the job done. Because, I mean, it's like a football team. You go out there, you got – A wide receiver but he's got no quarterback no offensive lineman that's the way the body operates it ain't no
1: just a defensive line and that's it yeah (laughs) that's it
2: ain't gonna work
0: you know (laughs) well well, you know one thing we were talking to justin wiggins um i guess last week and um and we talked about that a church should be the, the part of the community well that means if if my church is part of the community so should your church be a part of the community and so if we all are minded about the community then That means that we, as churches need to work together yeah. to, to help the community out, and, you know and, and it 's not good enough to only have one church helping the community. we have to have all of us working together so so Darren, what do you suggest that someone do, especially a pastor I mean obviously you reached out to this one guy many times, and you know I think it 's just good that for the pastors to get together and just have lunch together, not, not necessarily they have any kind of agenda that 's the thing I agree. Every, everybody has an agenda, and that 's what you know this guy's like, well, what do you want?" You know but but' isn't it goodness to just to meet and to co- communicate and you know to, to say hey, I mean you know we're we're in the same city and you know and and you know we want similar things I mean I know that there was a gentleman um a number of years ago, actually I was traveling with my grandfather and I was on there fixing the fixing a head from the airplane um and that before we had an airplane, so i had I had to be there for the a certain time and so a guy named Bill. Driving down, driving down the road, and he actually says it wasn't his car. He had borrowed his daughter's car. It was driving down the road, and the Lord says, "Um, um, he said said there's something about your campus there." The Lord, you know, and just I, mean, I could feel the spirit. The Lord said, "Turn in there and, 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 and um, and get saved." Mm. You know, so he'd find a minister and get saved. So he turned into the campus, and I'm the first person he talks to. Wow! He goes, he goes. Are you a minister? I'm like, yeah. I, mean, I didn't know how to answer that. And, and, and he goes, I want to get saved. I'm like, well, how hard is that? Now I got a guy that shows up. <laughs> so so here I was, and I'm, I'm getting ready to, to head to the airport. But I'm like, you know, Bill wants to get saved. We're we're, we're gonna, um, you know, we're gonna do that. So I I I said, Bill, come on, come in my office. And so we, you know, we. Talked about, you know, prayed the center's prayer. I, I was getting some material there, and then, you know, I I don't know where Bill is at. And don't really have time to, you know, to to, to really explore. I was going to let one of my other, you know, um, secretary and stuff talk to him, but but I did tell him, you know, I was giving some books and I want to give him white tongues and tell him about another experience, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know. And and he says, "Well, I want that too." I mean, he didn't, he didn't even, you know. And so, um, you know, we. You know, so we, we we got it filled like in no time. I'm I'm thinking, man, you know you've seen people take a long time to get filled, you know, you know, they're they're terrarians. so 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 I brought in referee I got three other people from my office like, Come on, let's all pray for Bill and mean, he, he got it in 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 no time and it was Praise it was God. it was amazing. And so Myself. I began to talk to him and you know, found out like I said he was driving his daughter's car. Um broken air was not really close to, to his house. Um, you know, and so I, I said, Well where do you live? You know, because you need to get to a, a good home church. And, and so found out that he, he lived fairly close to Victor Christian Center here in town. So I got all his information, in a, in a, um, and I had my secretary um, call Victory, give him all the information about, about Bill and, and, and things like that, and, and, and told him, go get involved over there. Now, now, we would love to have Bill at our church, but the fact of the matter is it was yeah. more convenient for Bill. I mean, it's not about coming to my church or yep. coming to your church. It, you know, it's coming to a church.
2: Yeah, it's and, powerful. And, and
0: so, you know, because we had a up over there with, with, with victory across the town, we, you know, I sent him over there, and, you know, I gave them everything they need to know about Bill, his, his home number, his, you know, his, his cell phone number, all information, said the guy just got saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, and... He wants to come to your church, and so
2: <laughs> glory to God. So,
0: you know, and, and, you know that's what happens when we work together. Now, yeah, it's when we work. Powerful. At, when we work apart, it's like, well, you need to come, Bill. I don't care what you have to do. You can borrow your daughter's car every week or something mm-hmm. like that and come to my church. Yeah. it's not about your church or my church. It's about the church. Amen. You know, because you know, it's it's not our church. It's God's church anyway. Yeah.
2: And we're all on the same team. Yeah, we're all on the same team. And that, I don't that, know why we can't get a hold of that. Yeah. We're all on the same team. <laughs> well, what do you, I wrote in the book, What are we going to do? Is there a different heaven? Is there a Baptist heaven, Methodist heaven, Presbyterian <laughs> heaven? No, you better get along because you're going to be with each other for there eternity.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's, 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 we're, we don't act like we're on the same team. We act like that you play for the Patriots and I play for the Buccaneers or whatever. And that's absolutely <laughs> I mean, the truth, man. You know, so. That's
2: it's, absolutely the truth. And I, I actually wrote, use that same example. It's like the NFL. Yeah. And it's not it's not working. We're not in a competition. We're on the same team, mm. and we're fighting against the devil. And the real uh, the reason the devil's winning is because we're all discombobulated yeah. over here yeah. and can't get our can't get our hearts and heads together. But it's uh it's powerful, man. The well, thought of it.
0: Well, I, you know, I I know too that we um we are the church here at Ramah. We we've, d- we've done a lot of disaster relief um with mm-hmm. a lot of tornadoes and things like that. And I'm just going to tell you, I mean. I mean, there's a lot of organizations that does disaster relief things like that, but Samaritan's Purse, um, Franklin Graham's organization, they do a fantastic job. Mm. I mean, just you know, and and we worked hand in hand with a lot of their, their folks, and you know, and you know, we actually, we we worked with a lot of other folks, you know, just you know, from local churches and stuff, and too, and you know, that's what it's all about. It's about you know, helping a community that's been devastated. It's not not about promoting our church or promoting your church. It's, I mean, you know, we we, we travel hours from our church you know to 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 go help out this this community we, we never expect them to come to our church i mean you know we mm. but we do want them involved in, in a church and, mm, um, so you know so good and I, I think that's what we we all need to have the attitude and i don't know how we all know, you know pastors they want to be somebody i mean you know so and they want to be recognized and, and I, we got to get away from wanting to be recognized and we need to recognize the gifts that's on the inside of all of us
2: yeah, and that's it. Who are you who are we pointing them to? Yeah, and I think uh, you know, think about a lot of the insecurity in, in pastors, and and I hate it. I went through that for a few years, and it is you you become, put your identity in your success. Yeah, but just to be able to point people to Jesus, and that's that's a kingdom, man. Yep, that, that's that, it. that ain't you know. Like, no, um, I,
0: I think you know one thing. It's a little bit easier for us here, but you know because my grandfather who's who's our spiritual mentor here i mean he was never about himself he was always a, about doing the kingdom business in fact he was a very shy man if you actually knew him personally you know and he he didn't ever necessarily want to respect because he, he said you know i'm just doing what god wants me to do and so we we've always um you know taught here it, it, it's it's not, not You know, about the man, it's about the message, and we continue to preach the same message. And you know, you know, our attitude is always, you know, it's, you know, it's not a big I and little you. It's all of us working together Mm. can 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 reach more and and do more. And I think that's what we need to do. You know, not just among our Rainbow family, but across dominational lines. You know, and and I think that's one of the first things that we should do if we do go into a into a a city is, is try to. Have fellowship with, with with you know especially the Pentecostal folks but you know but but all denominations yeah, yeah. absolutely you know and, and because I mean it's interesting now that, that we here at Ramo I mean we're having students coming from all different denominations I mean you know it's 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 interesting in fact we had one guy and he was testifying he goes well I grew up heathen <laughs> I mean yeah, he, he wasn't involved in any denomination he, he just got saved like a a year or so before he came to Rama, and so it says, you know, he grew up heathen. But you know, maybe you're listening out there. And I don't care which forty thousand denomination you, you belong to. <laughs> I mean, you, maybe you you don't know what you don't have a foundation, and you don't really know what God's real plan for for you is, um, or you want to just learn more about the Bible. I said, Rain Bible Training College is a wonderful place, and and we just encourage you to go to your computer or, or your device and go to rbtc.org, and um, you know. Click on there for more information. Leave us your information. And we'll we'll have one of one of our, our our probably one of our students actually will give you a call back and talk to you about Rama, tell you what it's all about, talk to you about our upcoming college weekend which is coming up April ninth, tenth, and eleventh, and you know, as well as many other things going on on campus. And we'd love to have you come out for a, a campus tour, and then hopefully maybe you know come here to Rama um, starting in the fall if you could so it's you a- know
2: i was going to say craig uh with rhema i just was thinking back on my time here and then having since been in ministry for 20 years after graduating rhema really is a it, it is a it does represent that one church model because it's not really denominationally minded and i left here with a love for the body of christ Yeah. uh yeah. with the love of god you know and it's just it is really really important because i think and i'm not down in any other organizations that have you know, training colleges or colleges or seminaries that are linked to any particular dem- denomination, but when you leave your denominational training, you're going to have denominational, that denominational mindset, and your loyalty will be to that denominational only, denomination only, but really, Raymond does open, the, to me, they have just the, their arms open wide, uh, which I think is an awesome, you know, characteristic trait to have that you guys really uh you guys you even rhema pastors they pastor in different denominational yeah you know oh, yeah. we've got we've got methodists we've oh, got yeah. guys and all different so yeah. it's not it, there's a there's a plurality i think to Some the of to, yeah. to the rhema family here that it's not just one note yep and uh i like that a lot um i, I think it's super powerful yeah so so, Darren, if someone wants to get your book, how, how do they get your book? Uh, they can go to MelodyChurch.com. MelodyChurch.com. Uh, just click on, uh, I think, the first page. You'll have to click on Get More Info, and then just go to Darren Ballman Ministries, pull, the pull-down tab, and you can buy it, and we'll ship it to you. Or you can go on uh, Amazon.com. and We have the book on there on Kindle. Uh, we don't have, yeah. uh, you can't order a hard copy on Amazon. They charge too much, so we're we're gonna leave them in the dust on that one. But you can get uh, Kindle, which is what I use. I use Kindle and Audible, but I think it's like four ninety nine on Kindle or five ninety nine. Uh, so if you do uh, Kindle, that's a great way to get it.
0: And, and, and if you decide to, to sell your books on Amazon, you have to play by their rules. To, trust me, I, I know all the, all that information. <laughs> they're, they're, about brutal, yeah. they're brutal, man. They're brutal. So, but you can order our our, our books on Amazon dot com if you want to order into in the Kenneth kind of Ministry books, or you can order from the from the Kindle you know thing. And of course, my great book is "Don't Be Stupid." Um, you know, number one bestseller.
2: I have a couple of
1: people. I think I'm going to get yeah. that for. Yeah. There's
2: a lot of people who who, who need that book. But um. maybe we
1: should maybe we should airdrop hey. some on Washington D.C. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, so- I was going to ask y'all. Is This uh, this studio looks very COVID compliant. I notice y'all are about eight <laughs> feet away from each yeah. other, and yeah, I'm yeah. way over here. Oh, and another thing I wanted to tell you is y'all have the King's chairs, and I got this little frumpy old antique wooden chair. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm well, going to request yeah. a better chair if I come back. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 Grandma
0: only had two big chairs.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you'll notice. Hey, t- I noticed, I noticed couch, I, nobody's on the couch. <laughs> hey, I noticed when I walked in here, too, uh, Tony saw me eyeing out those big red chairs and he promptly told me said your chair's over there young man <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. said oh, I see where my place is on this recording <laughs> yeah. you what, guys what, are awesome well those other chairs you could have grabbed them I, mean, I should have pulled that big couch, couch over here and just laid down
1: on you it y'all yeah. could have solved all my problems so next time we will put
0: Darren on the comfy couch <laughs> and yeah. we'll,
1: yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll you sit right back here lay down lay down this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lay, lay yeah. Yeah. might turn into a deliverance session Who glory to God <laughs> You guys are awesome, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we, we try to have a have a good time. But, you know, obviously we try to talk about serious subjects, you know, li- like the unity among the body of Christ or really in unity among everyone, period. Um, speaking of your church, you're, you're also, um, you know, I know on Facebook you you can watch you guys' services, um, you live stream your services, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, as well as Mel- Melody Church there on, on Facebook. And, yep. Um, we were just there. Great church. Um, Live Oak, it. Florida. Um, I mean, many of you probably don't know where Live Oak is. Um, you can it's due south up. of Willacoochee, Georgia. <laughs> yeah,
2: so, yeah. Right? Hey, you cross over that Georgia line, you'll be in yeah. Live Oak about uh,
0: 20 so, minutes. Yeah, You're, you're kind of like the Florida-Georgia line. You're almost like, like a singing group. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Florida-Georgia line. <laughs> Yeah, how far is Jennings from you there? Twenty minutes. Yeah. We used to uh, mention we, we used to drive down there. There was That pl- is
2: right on the Florida, Georgia. Yeah line. we
1: would go and, and fox hunt down there, man. Many, that's many years ago, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah,
2: that's you, some, didn't, you didn't do any coon hunting up there, did oh, you? Oh <laughs>
1: yeah. We didn't coon hunt in Florida, but we did plenty in Georgia. You gotta watch them things. You get up in the trees and uh, you'll get yeah. you, you get your tail blown uh, I I grabbed one by the tail one night uh. and slung him out of the tree. <laughs> No lie, baby. Oh, man. See, guys, I
0: I, I can't relate to, to, to fox hunting, coon hunting, any kind of hunting. Well, well here's the deal. Like, like I, I have a lot of friends that that want to know if I want to go deer hunting, or even even comes to fishing. You, you realize good fishermen get up at like five in the morning to, to go to go fishing. Dedicated, yeah, dedicated. So it was interesting. I was, we were at at, at the lake, spending, spending time at the lake, and so one of my buddies said, hey. If we go out at six in the morning, I know where they're biting, you know, and, and we'll we'll go out and we did. I, I got up at six in the morning, and we we went out and we we cut like like forty sandies, sand cool.
2: bass. Nice
0: and so man, it was it was great. So so um he goes you ready. Want to get go again tomorrow morning? He goes no, man. I gotta sleep in. He goes, but we caught lunch of fish. I go, yeah, I had fun. We, we had been a good time. But us those. Let's eat them. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sleep in tomorrow. I, I, I like my sleeping Same thing with hunting. They want you to get up there early in the morning. I'm like, I'm not an early morning dude. So yeah, I feel so, you on that, So man. I, I just really didn't never do much hunting. Plus, plus, if you know my mom, she's afraid of guns, so she, she doesn't. <laughs> don't, really.
2: don't tell her with the one you just bought, then yeah
1: I told her last night she yeah. was she wasn't really to happened it was we, a we, subject we, of discussion last yeah, night
0: yeah we we last night we we were having dinner and we we talked about him about our, our guns and dad- dad went on and on about, yeah
1: we we yeah you know, yeah about,
0: about all his guns so yeah but but you know his guns are in the safe, so if you break into his house, you have to make sure he gets the heads go down and gets combination
2: <laughs> I put mine right by my nightstand yeah, yeah so <laughs> Yeah, you know,
0: well, that's right. I put that one as well. All my other ones, right, right close to, to my nightstand. There so you go. You, you come in my house in the middle of the night. And I'm, I'll, pass, you, I'll you're, pass. You're going to be contacted by dogs and firearms. So it's a, <laughs> I'm not sure which one's more vicious. So, but anyway, like I said, we we had a wonderful time. And you know, you guys check out Melody Church. You know, and check them out online. And and um, you know, go and get get Darren's book. You yep. know, um or you can go get the kindle copy there at amazon well it's good to have you with us this week i know the students are enjoying you know having you minister um you know like you i know the last program you're talking about all, all the different things and you know it's, that's one one great thing about rama is we bring in current pastors to, mm-hmm. to come and you know and, and talk to our our our, our gut there our, are i say i want to say guys but not not just guys we have we, we have women too you know that, that are there that, that fill in their heart that they want to be pastors and so you know it's a good thing to to learn from people who are really who are doing it now yeah and so um and then we you know we have folks of, of different ages too you know people that's you know been doing it a long time people have been doing it shorter and have big churches from big towns and small churches from big towns or, or whatever it might be but you know it's always a good thing so if you are like i said you're there at home and man you're you don't know what god has planned for you and you're trying to figure it out maybe you should check out rainbow bible training college rbtc.org and check us out and find out more about Rainbow. well it's good to have you darren and you know um, next time you come we'll we'll put you on the couch and so that oh no i'm good you can put me in the
2: closet i don't (laughs) care as long as i got a microphone i'm all good hey y'all got to let me know how you do this thing i want to get in on this closing now all right can you rehearse it with me
1: (laughs) i missed (laughs) it on the last one Craig, craig and i are a unity (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we're <laughs> unity.
2: <laughs> you guys are you guys are one group over there. Well, well okay, let's I, rehearse it though. How well, do you do I, it?
0: Actually, first of all, let, let me s- tell you where this came from. Okay. So, uh, a number of years ago, we actually bring brought that as as our church motto that we bring hope, help, and healing to the world. Um, And, and um, actually, when it comes to the church, we, you know, we say it's your world because your world might might, might be you know your community mm-hmm. and things like that. And you know, and the church actually we had a couple of different models you know since then but but um my parents adopted it for 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 our our television broadcast and, and so that's how they always ended our television broadcast mm. w- well the whole thing about it i actually brought th- that um motto back um to what well actually we when we started doing um going out and doing disaster relief mm. you know i thought that was a good model we're bringing hope help and healing to the world powerful and, and so um and then um whenever we were deciding to, to do, re-change our model, I, I bought that, our, you know, it's like Back to the Future, I bought the, the motto back, because I, I really like that motto, because I, I believe that every church, you know, should bring hope, help, and healing to their community. Now, now, we obviously have a worldwide ministry, so so we not only bring it to our community, but to the world. And so, mm. so what we do is we always sing and we're bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. So, 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 so
2: bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. Yes. Right. Can you but, give me a three count? Notice That's hope, not dope. Yeah. Not, <laughs> man, yeah. yeah no, not, not the old man there. Yeah. That's a good clarification <laughs> yeah. there. Bringing hope. I, I but, teach, but, I but, teach you know, the
1: pastoral students: we're hope dealers, not dope dealers. I like yeah. it. I but like but it. one
2: thing
0: too, you know, and I think that we have to. Not only say it, we actually actually do it, yep. and, and you know that's that's what we're trying to do. We're, you know, we're trying to bring hope, help, and healing to the world. You know, through many different things through through our our, our books and our, our our CDs or DVDs or MP3 now or, or whatever or stuff on YouTube through through our, through our television broadcasts through our podcasts. You know, through through the church. I mean, you know, we're, we're trying to help this this world, and through our our you know. 268 campuses and 51 nations around the world. I mean, we have 90,000 Raymond Grads now, and that's just amazing. Yeah, it's powerful. You know, especially whenever, you know, I hear my – I listen back and hear my grandfather tell the story, well, if we could just train 50. You know, he told my grandmother, if we could just train 50, 50 students every year, I mean, we could do something. And, and, and to now know that, you know, 40 – I guess 44 years later, whatever it is, that we've trained over 90,000 worldwide Powerful. Graduates that, that have, have you know, graduated from Rhema Bible Training College somewhere in the world. And it's, it's just so amazing. So we are bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. So here we're going to do, um, here at Rhema, we're bringing hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs>